0: Want good ideas for using your gifts to make the world and your life better? I'm Christy Bridges, host of the One Moment Wiser podcast. Click follow to hear people share unique ways they use their talents to touch lives and earn a living. If you have a knack for designing websites or apps, then you have found a valuable niche in this episode. In part two of my interview with Anne Harrison Barnes, she shares the challenges of being a blind author and entrepreneur. She talks about what makes a website user-friendly and a joy to work with and what does not. So listen, and I bet you'll get some ideas. Now on your podcast, you actually, it's funny because you had a guest who isn't a writer and. I believe maybe limiting herself just a little bit because I think there are a lot more people who want to know about what she does. But you have this uh, Laura legendary,
1: right? She designs the royal. Did you actually get a chance to look at her website? I did. I found um, I was looking in the wrong
0: place, I guess. But when I found Elegant Insights Jewelry Collection, I found all kinds of beautiful things and. What Laura did was she made jewelry that was not only pretty to the eye, but pretty to a blind person, to the fingertip with um, sweet words in braille. And um, I like her dog tag line too, for the you know the guys or the general neutral thing, but she really did um, just a, an excellent job. And I love that you bring people to our attention that way, and then you guys actually ended up talking about the challenges of finding the tools that she needed to make the jewelry and the challenges of uh, being an entrepreneur who needs accessible business tools. That was kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Well, she and I have known each other from um, a past uh, collaboration with a an organization that I was actually working with, which mm-hmm. I left because they were getting a little too, uh, it was a lot of work. And it was just a lot of things that they did that I didn't agree with. Let's just put it that way. I understand
0: when it begins to be a burden, you find somewhere else to be. Exactly. You probably, uh, I would think, I don't, I have no idea how old you are, but I figure you're close to me in age. And so in our lifetimes, we've probably been connected with organizations or relationships that started out you know, interesting and exciting, and then became a little bit burdensome. And right, because... Learned to do kind of a boundary thing to where you're like, I'm not gonna answer my phone if I don't want to, or, you know, here's... Exactly,
1: something. I'm not gonna do this if I don't feel like, you know, and in a group that I'm in, the tw- um, it's called the Tweeting co Promotion Group. Mm-hmm. I'm on the, the B team, and there's like 12 tweets that are supposed to go out a week, and then they tweet mine, I tweet theirs. But you know what? There are some weeks I don't get to those because I just don't have time. Mm-hmm. I'll do it when I can. If I can't do it every week, oh well. And I don't, I, I used to schedule those mm-hmm. because when I first started out, I was doing it because I didn't have a whole lot to do, but I was doing it on Mondays and scheduling out like 60 or 80 tweets a week. Now it's gotten to, if I was on the eighteen, it would be 120 tweets a week. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I don't have time to sit and schedule all these. I'll be on. I'll be on a, on a lighter team, and I won't even schedule. If I'm on Twitter, hanging out in the writing community, I'll just throw a tweet out every now and then. And it'll be fun. Mean,
0: collaborative marketing is a fantastic idea. It totally makes your audience bigger. But yeah, that sounds like a lot of marketing. I don't know that I would want to do 120 tweets a week either. No,
1: no, oh. I'm just. I'm mm-mm. <laughs> and I'll do them when I can. If I don't get them in every week, uh, they just have to deal with it. I understand that because <laughs> I don't have time to sit on Twitter all the time plus if you sit on Twitter all the time you will go down a rabbit hole I have I' have said told myself at night before I went to bed one one Friday night mm-hmm. I was, in, I, was, I, was hanging, I was following the writing community hashtag which there is a um, client that I use that works well with a screen reader and I don't know if it's a visual if it works well visually or not it's called TW blue and it's a free. Uh, it's a basic Twitter client, but it's free. You can't send gifts, or you can upload images, but you can't do gifts, and you can't, and you can't do group message like group Twitter chats. Okay. Um, but it is fairly simple. I mean, it's easy to use, and you can do search criteria, and you can follow searches. So I'm, I've got quite a few. I don't follow them all, but if it's if the 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 writing community um, is really popping, and I've got people wanting book links and um, now, because I'm on Smashwords, I use books, the number two, read.com, which is also an affiliate of Draft, the number two, digital.com, which is an ebook book publishing a distributor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I use those because my book, now that it's on Smashwords, it's on a lot of different retailers. Yeah. So I will use that and I will give out the universal links.
0: That makes a lot of sense. So you've got those universal links you can use everywhere. So that was books2read.com, and what was the other site?
1: Um, um, Books to read read and draft to digital. Draft to digital. Right. I don't use draft to digital because they're not accessible, and I've and Mm. I've told them about this, but I haven't tested it. But a lot of people use it. But Smashwords. The only thing with Smashwords, I have to have somebody format because their style guide is different, and I'm not really. Good at doing that kind of thing at the, doing the formatting. I mean, I could get a book that talks about how to format for the visually impaired, but I was listening to an interview on another um, blindness-related podcast that I, that I listened to, mm-hmm. and they were talking about that. And but it was more for academics, like the APA and and MLA and the Chicago Manual of Style. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't know if that's going to work for me. So I'll either find a book template or I will ask somebody else to do the formatting for me.
0: Yeah. Now, as creative mm-hmm. as you are, having someone else do the basic work, the, the formatting is probably not a bad idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are the, um, and I know that we're talking a lot about accessibility, but I am truly fascinated by that. And I really know that there are some people out there that that like to design websites, that like to... Um, design apps that need to be involved in um, this this niche which isn't a small niche (laughs) Um, you know this niche of, of making things better I love the feedback that you've given to anchor the podcasting app and how they've made changes based on your feedback so when something is easy to use and you really enjoy working with that tool, what is it about it that makes it easy to use? You mentioned searchability. Searchability is super easy, huh?
1: Um searchability that when they have the search string, um text hyperlinks okay. labeled if you got buttons make sure your buttons are labeled instead of having it's it'll say unlabeled button, unlabeled zero button, unlabeled one button, and make sure even if your buttons are labeled, make sure they're coded right so that they work with a screen reader. Don't ask me how to do that because I am not a techno geek, mm-hmm. but make sure they're coded right. And if you go to FreedomScientific.com and talk to their support, they might be able to help you. Or if you, um, there is a there is a podcast for um, blind um, that are that that talk. I mean, and they talk to people. They were talking to one guy. That, um, there's a website that there's a, a company that actually set accessibility standards for websites. Um, and I don't remember exactly what episode it is, but if you um, If you go to eyesonsuccess.net and and search through their podcast. It was earlier this year or maybe late last year when they talked about it. I don't remember the website now. I'd have That's to go right though. It's about website accessibility and it's eyes on Net. They talk about a lot of things. They talk about um they talk about uh website accessibility, they talk about books that um um this one guy, Dean Martineau, wrote a wrote a book about um quick quick keys to, to navigate with Jaws mm-hmm. or with a screen reader, period. Instead of doing alt tab, he, he talked about some other quick ways that you can that you can navigate. Um, he has a book that, that he talked that he talks about that when um, he wrote about that and they were talking about that. they were talking about they've talked about astrology. they've talked about um, uh, visually impaired people with outdoor sports. They've talked about accessible apps for the visually impaired They talk about a lot of different things. So if you're fascinated with accessibility, that's a podcast and it's only 30 minutes long. But that's I am going to have to listen to that. That is very interesting. Yeah, that's a podcast you're going to want to listen to because I have a lot of different. I want to get on there at some point. I just haven't figured out when yet. But I want to get on there at some point and talk about um, podcasting on Anchor and, and the, the accessibility features with Anchor. They were even talking about accessible with the, the shortcuts app and how you can create how they make it easy now to, or if you want to get into a lot of code or what, how to make it easy to um, create. I mean, there are some series shortcuts, but how to make it easy to create others that you can use on a lot, like certain games or certain things like that on the iOS devices um, with <laughs> accessibility. Fantastic. On an iOS device. That would be awesome. Right. Because I use, there's a screen reader called voiceover. Mm-hmm and that I use on the iOS device and um but even with accessibility with apps and their their web browser Mm -hmm. they do things a little differently than Windows does because it's based now they've updated it to the point where it's almost it's not quite but it's almost similar to the Mac they have some of the same not a lot of the same features but like when you use a Bluetooth keyboard there are certain there are different commands you have to use and it, there are so many different similarities. But sometimes the, the, sometimes an app on an iPhone would work better on the iPad. Like Anchor on the iPad, the only thing you can do is record and upload. But on the iPhone, you can also favorite other podcasts. Oh, nice. You can leave, you can leave messages on the website. You can, if you have an Anchor account, you can leave messages there. You can leave messages on the app with people you favorited. Um. Yeah that kind of stuff so it's an interactive podcasting platform
0: well that is super helpful
1: so you're
0: you clearly have thought a lot about um you know how to do what's on your heart to do and not let anything stop you (laughs) which I love I totally respect that about you you're just going to go and you're going to find what works so that you can do what you intend to do One Moment Wiser will be right back. If you've enjoyed this podcast, check out OneMomentWiser.com for books, blogs, and two-minute devotional videos, which will help you live wisely in every aspect of life. See you next time on One Moment Wiser.